Before we get started with today's podcast, we'd like to ask returning listeners to leave us a rating or review on your favorite podcast platform, iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you really enjoy it, share a link to this podcast with friends or family who would enjoy hearing our weekly discussions about basketball and basketball culture. Now, on to the show. Welcome to the 19.9 podcast. It's me, Aaron Meyer, here on my own today. We had a podcast scheduled with Joe that fell through, but that's all right. We're going to talk about some of the things that we have been doing lately and some exciting things that we have coming up. And we're going to end with a, a little thing that uh, I'm borrowing from some other podcasts called What I'm Into. I want to talk about Chris Bosch's newsletter. Let's start with some of the things that we've had that have come out. Now's a great time to catch up if you haven't already. Uh, I've been really loving the Tales from the Bench series that we've had. We've had a couple of those out now. Uh, you can catch in catch up with Jason Andreas. We talked about the 1987 Syracuse team as well. Um, so either of those are great to check out. We had Jason back too to talk AAU basketball. One of my favorite things to talk about during the summer is playground basketball, and he has a unique take on uh, another side of summer hoops, which is AAU. And he got to see it from every level and every perspective, kind of at the beginning of where it is today. So he started out with just a local, all the way up to Team Reebok, traveling internationally, and it's just fascinating to hear his perspective on that and how entrenched that experience has uh, become for players of today. We also talked about uh, with Jared Truby about the Olympics, and I feel like we settled the the goat debate. Uh, using the Olympics as our lens for that. Uh, I'd be interested to hear what other people think, but I really feel after watching those two high-level Olympic teams that Jordan, again, comes out on top. But uh, the best part about it is just being able to debate that. He's got an interesting take on Dwayne Wade, too, so I'm curious, uh, as I've been talking to people, what uh, other people think of Dwayne Wade and where he ranks in, in the greatest of all time. You know, Being recently retired might not have as much big a following behind him right now, but maybe that's building as well. We've also got a bunch of exciting stuff coming up. So I'm, I'm excited to talk some more summer hoops. I've got a friend that I reached out to who's going to come on, talk summer hoops experience and about South Bend basketball and about Skylar Diggins to, to get in. Uh, if you haven't already checked her out or don't even know who she is, she's on another podcast called The Knuckleheads uh, with Darius Miles and Quentin Richardson. They're a couple of former NBA players, but she does a great job on there. We want to talk just about, uh, again, summer basketball, playground basketball, get back into that uh, for, for uh, summer. He's got a great perspective on uh, South Bend basketball, worked uh, for the Pacers and uh, went to IU as well. So I've got, got a lot of stories uh, that he's going he's gonna to share, good storyteller in general. We've got also got a few more tales uh, from the bench coming up, Butler, Virginia, UConn, and then a couple more on our class of. So one of my favorite ones that we did recently was the class of 1985, where we looked at the best high school players uh, from that class and kind of projected out where they went to in college and just talked about 
how they fit into the history of college basketball and then later as professionals. So I think those are fun. Gives you that history of basketball that 99 is, is all about, connecting with the, that, that culture and just that understanding that gives you an idea of where basketball has come, come from and where it's going even. And we've got an exciting one next Wednesday. I'm going to interview. There's a, a book on NBA Jam. If you don't know what that is, it's a video game from the 90s. And, and if you haven't played it before, I highly encourage you. I am not a video game player, uh, but I have read a book about this video game. And, and we're going to have the author on. He, he's really interesting. Uh, guy. We're going to talk about his book and NBA Jam. So you'll want to check that one out. We've also got a 1990 redraft coming up where we kind of take on uh, some some more looking at the NBA draft and some old drafts and, and just seeing uh, what we would do if we redrafted those as we talk about the upcoming NBA draft and an HVS classic that Josh has got to uh, get to me so we can all watch and, and break down together. Before we end today, a couple more things. I want to talk about something that I'm into. So Chris Bosch has started a, a newsletter called The Last Chip. And if you Google it, you'll you'll find that. He went on the Zach Lowe podcast as well, talked about it. Pretty cool. You, you get some interesting content. He is a really excellent writer, the way he writes it, uh, the vulnerability in that. He has this kind of first-person perspective on the playoffs and those two championships. Um, shows self-doubt, which I think is always interesting to see in, uh, in athletes because they seem, you know, they project themselves often as so confident. Um, one of the lines, he says, looking into my wife's eyes and seeing her clapping, she still believed. And then because she did, so did I. So needing that assurance from someone in the crowd, I think that's just an interesting perspective from him. Uh, I like it being called Chips. He talks a little bit about Kobe, which again, I think I'm um, Kobe's really winning winning me over uh, the more I hear other athletes talk about him. He talks about him hitting the gym at 4 a.m., uh, you know, having ice on his knees by the time they got to practice at the Olympics in the morning. Uh, I think that's an underrated thing about athletes in general, oftentimes because they're they look so polished and smooth on the court. We forget that the, the grueling nature of the practice and preparation that goes into creating that polished that, that, that polished and finished product. So it's interesting to hear about that. One of the other insights he provides in there, he talks about fine-tuning our competitive instincts off the court with ping pong and how, and I, I, I immediately thought about the bubble, uh, the NBA has got going on and how much just card games and those little relationships in life really do fine tune our socialization and the way that we interact with other people. And maybe even those competitive instincts. I had never honestly till reading that thought about how those interactions could uh, sharpen competitive instincts when they're doing something that seems so silly. Uh, but we hear Jordan talk about it all the time about how golf or ping pong or you know the, playing that quarter game, we're so competitive. But I think that if you surround yourself and create that, an environment where those little things are competitive, you can glean things from other people and see how they approach it, um, see how they shake off a loss, how they prepare themselves, even though it's, again, a silly moment. A lot of people do the same things before even those those silly moments because they take it serious and it makes it more fun, even if you're taking those uh, things, if you're taking those things seriously. Um, he also talked about video and watching video, and I think this is something that athletes do that I could learn from, and I think that other people can learn from. The quote he says, there's no no better way to improve at your craft than watching yourself do it 
and observing what you did wrong and fixing it the next time. And he calls that doing the work. And I really do think that video has so much to offer education or any, any athlete in honing your craft when you see it and are willing to open yourself up to feedback and be vulnerable and understand that it's all about improvement. You can really uh, make a difference in, in your own trajectory as a, as a professional. He's also got uh, some videos in there. I'll share one of the video links that he puts in there of the guys eating at Wendy's in a gas station. I, I just love the behind the scenes, uh, behind the curtain type things where you just see uh, how these guys interact with one another uh, the enjoyment they have with uh, one another, and then that they're just human eating Wendy's. And he talks about his love for fast food and how that gets him out of a you know a funk when he has a loss or something like that. And we all need those those little moments. This for me is one of those for sure. Before we go, uh, don't don't let me don't let me think I wasn't going to do this. It's time for uh, to talk a little bit about A Zip Pizza. A-Zip Pizza is a build-your-own pizza place in Indiana and Kentucky. They have unique pizzas each month, like Alfredo. Alfredo sauce, penne pasta, chicken, more Alfredo, mozzarella, garlic breadstick, and they also have a ton of ingredients on top of that that you can choose to create something delicious on your own. Order online for curbside delivery at azippizza.com backslash order. Thank you guys for listening. I know this was a little bit unusual, but we're going to be back with more content really soon. And like I said earlier, if you haven't already, check out some of the recent episodes. I think you're going to enjoy them, uh, get some insights about basketball, and be on the lookout for the 99 releases coming out. They've had a ton of stuff that every time I see their social media, I'm getting excited about. So thank you again. Can't wait to uh, talk with more people and bring you guys more content coming soon. Thank you for listening to the 19.9 podcast with HVS, the high volume shooters. For more information, check out the blog at 19.9.com under HVS. And while you're there, do yourself a favor and pick up some retro college shorts. Till next time.